Welcome to the Dreamy CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Vicki Fan, your business and marketing mentor. Join me and the best guest speakers to talk all things business, marketing, and sales, leaning into self-care and lots about being an entrepreneur. So grab a coffee and tune in. Hello, everyone. I just wanted to welcome Anna today. Um, Anna is a podcast manager and launch strategist, launching and managing profitable podcasts for founders who are a force to be reckoned with and helping you create mic drop moments. Okay, so <laughs> hi, Anna. How are you today? Hi, I'm so good. Thank you for that lovely introduction. <laughs> it's so good to see you again and talk again. Yes. So I am so excited to have you on here. Um, Anna is one of my past clients and I always love having my clients come on here because chemistry and understanding <laughs> is just on another level. For um, sure. But a bit of a backstory, we initially started working together to help you, you know, market and convert clients for your business um, when you were a virtual assistant. But so much, so much more came from that. And I would love to kind of dive into your story and, you know, what that journey looked like for you. Yeah, for sure. So I came to you as a virtual assistant and I was literally not selling packages beyond $200. Like, didn't know what I was selling. I remember getting on social media every day and just being like, outsource, you know, like not saying anything but that because I genuinely had no offerings. It was just like everyone I got on a discovery call with, I would do something different for them. And I was feeling really stuck with that and didn't feel like I had any like hard skills to offer, even though I had been in corporate America for like, a year and a half at that point, like I had graduated college, went into corporate America as a project manager. I definitely had skills, but I just like had no idea how to translate it to the online world at all. So that's where you came in and you were so helpful with that. And like, I don't even know, two weeks into working with you, maybe less than that. I remember voxering you and just being like, hey, so I just had this idea. What if I worked with podcast hosts? Because, you know, with virtual assistants, it's kind of like, who do you want to work with? And at first I was like, maybe I'll do the wedding designer or wedding photographer thing because that's what I'm seeing a lot of other people do. But I didn't really have any stake in the game when it came to wedding photographers, like didn't know anything about that world. But I did know that I've been listening to podcasts for years, like years and years. And I feel like I almost have learned more from podcasts than, (laughs) I don't know, college. (laughs) So I was like, if I could give back to these podcasters somehow and work with them in some way, like any capacity, I would love to do that. So I reached out to you and like told you about that idea and you totally validated it. And we're like, let's do this. Like, on our next call, we're going to do a deep dive into that and figure out how we can make that happen for you. And a lot of imposter syndrome was coming up because I was like, I don't have any skills, you know. Um, But you really helped me through that. And by the end of our time working together, I had multiple podcast clients and was just making it happen, you know, so. I love that. And I love your story so much. And it's so crazy because like, I was right there with you. So it's just really fascinating kind of like looking back at it and experiencing it at the time. Um, But I just knew instantly like 
you, your energy was like ready to go against the grain. And I could tell that you were so passionate about doing your own thing, but Mm -hmm. virtual assistant just wasn't that thing for you. And I say like, I remember telling you like passion can go so far. Like, you know, if you're feeling passionate, if you're feeling aligned to something that can take you, it doesn't matter how unskilled you are, you're going to make it work. You're going to get skilled. You're going to learn more. You're going to experience more. You're going to go for it a lot more than when you're unhappy, unaligned and, you know, unpassionate about what you do. So I could just like hear you throw this idea out there and you're like, is this going to work? Is this something like I could do? I'm like, hell yeah. Like, of course you could do that. (laughs) And I could just like feel your energy and like instantly, like right after that call, you did I remember you like doing so much research, uh, research going into different like courses and, you know, different um, people to help support you and expand mm-hmm. your knowledge in that area. Because, of course, like it's daunting going into something where you don't know like a lot about. You just have that idea, that excitement that, you know, carries you through it. But um, but you really went out of your way to deep dive, like literally like yeah. immerse yourself so much in that industry. And um, it, it was so amazing to see. Um, so since then, you've been able to like really perfect your signature methods and something that you have like emphasized with your clients is, you know, the amazing ability to leverage and maximize podcasts even like during that time of working with you and as you're learning new things and discovering new Mm -hmm. things i learned so much from you and (laughs) applied that to my own podcast and i was just like i was just like oh wow season one was not very consistent (laughs) very fun (laughs) let's kind of like amp it up a little bit for season two because of just like hearing all the amazing benefits that come with podcasting um Mm -hmm. so how did you come up to you know um create all of your signature methods and you know um how your your podcasting style um is today with working with your clients and converting those episodes to sales and growing a community yeah so I remember working with you and at the beginning being like, okay, so I want to work with podcast hosts, but how do you even make money from a podcast? Like, are these people going to be willing to pay for help? Because podcasting is a free platform. Everyone has access to podcasts. It's not like it's behind a paywall. So how are these people making money? Is it a profitable thing? And as I dove deeper into it, I was like, oh my gosh, it's so profitable. Like if you use podcasting as the top of your sales funnel, it is so amazing the results that I've seen people get. Like I just had a client like completely sell out her course, like oversell it because two people bought at the last minute. But it was like, at first I thought it was just this free platform that was really a hobby for people. And it is that, like it can be that for people. People can just start passion project podcasts and that's one thing and that's amazing. But when we're talking about like business owners who are starting a podcast, most of the time they're not going to have time to just have a podcast that's a hobby and purely a hobby. If they want to do that, that's amazing. But for the most part, what I'm helping with is podcasts that are more than that. 
and creating a podcast that's nurturing your audience and establishing you as an expert in your field. And it's also an evergreen thing. So with social media, you're posting and kind of on this hamster wheel of like always posting, always posting. And it can feel like a lot. And you, a lot of the times you'll build up systems or you'll have a team for that and it won't be crazy like a lot. But Mm -hmm. with a podcast, you've got hours and hours and hours for a potential client. Like if you have an ideal client that finds you on Instagram, there's only so much information they're going to get out on Instagram. They'll probably Mm -hmm. stalk you on Instagram. Of course they will before they're going to buy a high ticket thing. But if you have a podcast that's nurturing them even more, then they have hours to go to to determine whether you're right for them or not. And the most qualified leads are going to come from your podcast because these Mm -hmm. people have now dedicated real time to getting to know you, getting to know your offerings before they make the leap. So with podcasting, you can definitely have like ads and stuff like that and sponsorships and, you know, memberships and everything like that. But when it comes to small businesses, it's learning how to create content that converts your podcast listeners Mm -hmm. across the board. Um, Yeah, it's just and and it can feel so much more light and intuitive at least for me, everybody mm-hmm. like creates content differently. So sometimes for some people, long form content and that kind of thing is a harder mental hurdle to get over. But like this right now, this is just a conversation. You know, this mm-hmm. is just two people like vibing and having fun. <laughs> um, but over on Instagram, it would feel a little bit different. You know, it's yeah. hard to really get all of this across in short form content. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's, I think I've just really been focusing on making sure that the overall content strategy with my clients is geared towards making them sales. Mm-hmm. And there's a difference between a growth strategy with podcasting and a sales strategy with podcasting. And it's great if your podcast gets thousands and thousands of listeners, but for business owners, that's not always the objective, you know, like that's amazing. And if you are consistent for long enough, you'll probably get there. But my real goal for my clients is to make it a profitable practice. Mm -hmm. I feel like podcasting, especially if you're running an online service-based business, it's so organic, I feel like, you know, Mm -hmm. and even recently after, you know, taking my podcast a little bit more seriously with the help of you, um, <laughs> I think like even through inquiries and like clients that I've been able to take on, they're like, I love your podcast. And I'm like seeing the cycle of like repetition of people being like, you know, I love your podcast or I've learned so much from it or, you know, I really got to know you. And mm-hmm. again, like the way that I was approaching it wasn't so much of like, you know, getting thousands of downloads or anything. It's just like an additional resource and like um, place for those to take in the content and, and learn more again, like in a long form kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And it it just shows that you're able to learn and connect with someone like so closely, like even reflecting on like our favorite podcast hosts and such, 
you feel like they're your friend in a way, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm constantly being like, oh yeah, this person said this the other day, love it. And that's just like my life motto now, right? Um, And it's great because you get to be that person for someone else. And Mm -hmm. even like for those who are tuning in right now, you can kind of get a better sense of what our coaching dynamic was like right? Mm -hmm. And uh, coaching client relationship in this capacity, and also just learning so much about you, your methods and your style and your your approach to podcasting, you know, so I think it's just so fascinating. And it, it truly is like the way you articulate things, the way you're, you're sharing different examples, all of that is really important. Um, in order to to connect with someone. And I feel like listening to long form content and I feel like YouTube is like that as well, right? Like I went through childhood to now because very like Gen Z millennial almost (laughs) of like consuming all of this content from YouTubers. But I feel Mm -hmm. like podcast is kind of like shifting into that and having a hybrid of both is also like very powerful. Yeah, for sure. If you can be on both platforms, like I've had clients that had a lot of YouTube videos that they were like, I just want to create this and make it a podcast. Like I already have all of these recordings. Can we somehow make it into a podcast? And I'm like, yeah, all you have to do is build it out this way and make an intro. And if you want an ad, you can put an ad in there, but you already have the recording from your YouTube. You extract the audio and there you go. You've got a podcast Mm -hmm. and it works the same way with podcast to YouTube. Like you said at the beginning of this recording, you're going to go put this recording on YouTube. So it's like not one or the other. You can have both pieces of long form content working for you at the same time. And also another thing I love about podcasting as it's like a cornerstone piece of content. So if you are building your podcast around a sales strategy, like I was saying before, it's so easy to go in and take snippets of it and build out your entire content strategy for the week. You know, like Mm -hmm. you just take little sound bites and one can become a reel and one can become a carousel, you know, like it can stretch in crazy ways. And it also, I know I keep saying like it can be sales strategy, your podcast can make sales, but at the same time, it's not just a big sales page. Like it's you being you And Mm -hmm. that's what's amazing about it is that you're calling in those people that love you for you, which Mm -hmm. is so powerful. But yeah, I mean, the way that podcast um, recordings can stretch are just, it's insane to me. Yeah, I feel like podcasts being such a, you know, um, difficult thing to manage is kind of a misconception or more so like podcast is just like too much to take on, you know, Mm. Um, or podcast is just like not worth it. I feel like those are like the biggest misconceptions ever when it comes to, you know, being a business owner or even like having that passion project on the side. Um, And like you said, being able to take that long form content and convert it to short form content. Um, I also, you know, see this like theme of people saying like, I have no idea what type of content to create. I have no ideas kind of like going through my head or when I like show up on video, I'm just like blabbering and off topic or just like never Mm -hmm. on topic or don't know what to say. I feel like when you like sit down and you just kind of talk, you have a conversation 
with yourself or, you know, with someone on your podcast, I feel like you can be able to naturally spew what -hmm. is on your mind and what you're trying to get across. Right. Right. I, I have a very, like, there's a couple of different ways to look at podcasting and Mm -hmm. a big part of it is networking. So a lot of it is like, if you're feeling uninspired to sit down and record a whole long form piece of content because inspiration or energy is low, that's totally understandable. Like sometimes I was talking about this the other day, it does feel unnatural for some of my clients and some people to sit in front of a microphone and just speak for 30 minutes. That can be really hard, especially if you don't have an outline and you don't have a plan, which is something that I help my clients with is like making sure that they feel prepared when they get behind the mic. So it's not so much just like, I'm going to go on this tangent and this tangent and like hope it comes together. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you're feeling like, oh my gosh, this is a lot for me to sit in front of this mic and just talk about this topic, even if I do love that topic, the networking opportunities with podcasting are this, you know, like mm-hmm. can instead of just talking, you can talk to someone else and you can literally just have the conversations that you're already having off camera and bring it to a recording. You know, I have like coffee chats with other business owners, usually like once a week, like random people that I've met on Instagram and we connect and we'll have a coffee chat. If I wanted to, I could just click record and be like, are you okay with this being a podcast? And there you go. It's a podcast, you know? Wow. I love that. It's just a different way. It's there's ways that you can reframe podcasting. So it doesn't feel so heavy. And so like, oh my gosh, this has to be a perfect product that I'm churning out every week. It doesn't have to be that. There does Mm -hmm. need to be some planning in order for it to make you a profit because if nobody knows you're selling anything, then it's just going to be a hobby podcast, you know, Mm -hmm. which is fine. But again, I don't think a lot of the people that are in this business space have the time for that. So you do want it to be making a profit for you. Um, So, yeah, it's a balance of having like a good strategy in place and Mm -hmm. also knowing what you need when your energy is low and having different action plans. You know, if you know a lot of like, I like to kind of shape my weeks and months around my cycle. So if I know that if one part of my cycle is going to have me be in like really low energy, then Mm -hmm. I would batch record my podcast episodes at a time when I'm feeling more energetic and like more in the flow so that then you have those recordings to have a little safety net for yourself to continue being consistent i love that you brought that up because i was just thinking about this before like our you know recording today and the thing is like with social media there's so many different styles of like creating tiktoks or reels and um i feel like the same thing applies for podcasting right like Mm -hmm. you know you can have your solo episodes you can have like that networking opportunity to talk to someone who's also like very like-minded and be able to bounce off of each other's energies. And I was also, I learned this thing from you originally of, you know, um, voice message submissions as well. Mm. Um, And if you're like a mentor or a strategist, I feel like that would be like such a perfect opportunity to really break things down as like a case study scenario um for sure on, on the podcast episode. So, you know, I feel like podcasting is, it's always been there, 
but I feel like right now it's very like evolving, right? Mm-hmm. And there's so many ways to be creative and um, show up for it in your own way, um, in yeah. your own style and make it you, like you said, like make it you instead mm-hmm. of, you know, just spewing or sharing all of your hot takes at once, right? Yeah, I, f- I feel like a lot of the pressure comes in when we feel like we have to say it all at once. Like it, a lot of the times people will start with really broad topics and then sit down and feel like they need to get through the whole topic in one episode. And it's a lot easier if you break it down beforehand and you're like, okay, what are my like two central questions that I am answering in this episode? We're going to we're gonna make it that simple. And then in those two questions. You can do examples, you can do case studies, you can do stories. But having that sort of roadmap before you start is really helpful. But also, yeah, knowing yourself and knowing where you're at. And if you want to have a moment where you're like, actually, I just feel inspired to chat right now. And I want to just chat with my audience. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to do it. Then do it. You know, like, as much as there are like frameworks that can help when you're feeling low on inspiration or anything like that, there's also so much freedom when you are feeling inspired to follow that and go through. Um, yeah, it's yeah. really powerful. I love that. I feel like finding what works best for you and running with it is just so, so important. And, you know, even when we were working together, something that we recognize is that you are so good on video and you're so good like talking to your audience just the way you articulate things and um your conversations so we really lean into that versus you know like all text or just like Mm -hmm. all graphics and things like that which you know you were still doing amazing but it just wasn't your 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 spark your thing right um Mm -hmm. and i feel like if you are running a podcast or um and you're feeling stuck in the way of like being very like perfectionist about what you're saying um saying in the right order and it feels almost like a script to you mm-hmm. um for me personally i think in like season 1 of my of my podcast is i felt that i felt like i had to really keep up with this one specific topic for 30 minutes talk on and Mm. on and in a way like it just felt so almost scripted in the sense of like I sound so robotic at this point because I just didn't even want to skip a beat or skip Mm, you know what I'm trying to say and have everything in here give as much value as possible I just really like had uphold this like crazy amount of pressure for myself where it's like I was trying to avoid having to record a podcast and it just wasn't fun. And I feel like um, that's where a lot of people fall off and don't come back to it, even though it's their passion. And even though I feel like a lot of people can thrive from it is just like finding what what works for you. Right. Yeah. I think there's a big underestimation when you sit down for the first time and you've probably been listening to podcasts for a long time and it sounds like people are just talking and it's so easy and everybody is so eloquent. And that's just not as someone who has edited a lot of podcasts. That's not true. Not to say that my clients aren't eloquent. They are very eloquent. But even I, when I'm trying to do a podcast like on my own and just talk, 
oh my gosh, there are so many long pauses. There's like completely starting over a sentence. There's stuttering, anything like that. And I always tell my clients like, that's why I'm here. Don't restart the whole recording and do it all over again and like tires yourself out because it can be so exhausting to try to be perfect for your podcast. And I try to just really drive it home. Like I am here as your editor for a very real reason. And it's so easy for me to take those pieces out. And it's also a collaborative process. So Mm -hmm. if I send back that first edit and you're like, I really hated how I sounded on this part, like that did not make any sense. You can re-record it and we can patch it up and put it in. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's just knowing that you have a team behind you that cares about the way that you sound and you're not going to sound dumb is so empowering and freeing while you're recording because I think that if you sit down and you're like I have to sound amazing like I have to be literally life-changing for my (laughs) clients right now that's so much pressure to put on Mm -hmm. your back but a lot of new podcasters really do that especially with the first couple of episodes it's like how am I going to knock these first couple episodes out of the park so that everybody comes back but it's just understanding that your people are your people and they're going to come back and it's mm-hmm. enough. It's enough to just like trust the expertise that you have because you do mm-hmm. have amazing expertise and we can very easily <laughs> edit out the stutters. Like it'll be okay. <laughs> I, that's why I love like creating the launch package with you of like, um, you know, helping someone go from like, oh, I have an idea. I want to start a podcast to actually like making that a reality for them. And I feel Mm -hmm. like the way that you supported or continue to support your clients when launching podcasts is just so um, amazing and so like admirable because a lot goes into it, you know? And I feel like with every like entrepreneur comes with that ego of like, oh, I got it. (laughs) I can figure it out on my own. And that goes through like cycles of having it not work out or, Mm -hmm. you know, beating yourself up for it or, you know, um, being so hard on yourself for not saying the perfect things or stuttering and things like that. When you're consuming so many podcast episodes that are like so perfect because there was an Anna behind that, right? (laughs) To help them edit. And it's it's like with the launch package, with the launch like process that I go with through with people, something that people who aren't working with me don't see is that there's always, always a little roadblock somewhere in the process. And it's usually a mindset roadblock that the client has to get through. And it's like, I can't find the perfect intro music or I can't seem to record this trailer without it sounding robotic like there's something that they just are not like accepting and moving through but they do because I'm there and because I'm there to talk them through it and to like coach them through it and we get past it and we always launch on a date that we planned to launch but when you're doing it alone those sort of mindset blocks a lot of the times will completely derail people and will make them go ah. I'll just I'll deal with this next month or next quarter because right now I'm too overwhelmed by it. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say that I'm like, we better get this done. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, it's not like that at all. (laughs) However much support a person needs, we're going to get through it. And 
most of the time it's just imposter syndrome because they're like not used to hearing themselves recorded in this way. Um, so yeah, it's it's a really fun process. I think the launch package is one of my favorite things that I offer because it is so exciting to get it out yeah. into the world. And the first time that they see their podcast up on Spotify, it's mm-hmm. like the most exciting day ever. Um, but yeah, it it is like if you're doing it on your own, there are so many little roadblocks that can derail the whole process. I feel like you cannot underestimate support, right? Mm -hmm. Because like, I feel like that applies to everything in business of like, you have this idea, you have this passion behind it, but without that support or that push or that like expert um, approach to it, it can be Mm -hmm. so such a struggle internally if you're trying to do it all alone, right? Um, Right. So to be able to like be supported through those mindset blocks of like, I hate the way my voice sounds or I feel uncomfortable like talking to myself and um, even having those pointers of like, okay, like have a guest on and network or, you know, approach it in a different way. And, um, you know, for you to support your clients like that is just so, so amazing because, yeah, I've like been through that lens of that first season of just like hating everything about it because I wasn't supported in there. So um, I love that you do that for your clients and it's it's so amazing. Yeah, it really goes beyond the technical aspects of podcasting because if you do enough research and you have enough time, you could do it by yourself, sure. But again, as a business owner, is that how you want to spend your time and energy? Mm. Like learning how to build this whole thing out and make sure that you have like professional audio and everything like that. But beyond the technical aspects, it is really helping people through the transition to see themselves as a podcast host. You know, Mm. as soon as you decide you are a podcast host and you're going to go through with it, you're a podcast host, Mm. you know? And I think something really cool about podcasting is as soon as you're a podcast host, that's a different level of authority, no matter what the contents of your podcast are, because there are people that will never take that step, no matter how long they listen to podcasts and they admire the podcast hosts and they wish they would have done it. They're not doing it because they're saying one day or they're saying, I don't have enough to say. Mm-hmm. Like, As soon as you make the leap and you decide to do it and it's published and out there it's like hell yeah you are an authority in this space because you Mm -hmm. decided you were gonna put it out there yeah plant more seeds right and I feel like you know stepping into the world like if you're tuning in right now and you're feeling really daunted start off as a guest speaker first with Mm -hmm. like on other podcasts and just like network in that way and see how you feel and you know um and vibe with it and have like the best time of your life i just feel like you have to try everything you have to i mean go for it yeah podcasting i was listening to another business podcast where the host said podcasting is the hackiest way to network and i was like oh my god that's amazing because it's so true like Mm -hmm. Whether you have a podcast or you're going on other podcasts as a guest, 
how else are you going to get in the chair with those people? You know, like mm-hmm. a lot of the times you're podcasting with people that you know, of course, but also if you have a podcast or even if you put yourself out there to be a guest on other podcasts, it's like that's a way to have a coffee chat or something with somebody that you otherwise wouldn't have had access to. You know, mm-hmm. like we don't always have endless time in our days to just be meeting other business owners. But when it's like, this is going to be a podcast that is published. It's like, yeah. oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> and you're forming relationships in a really, really cool way that's mutually mm-hmm. beneficial for both you and the podcast host. I feel like it's such a quality way to grow a relationship or a connection and network as well, because even though podcasting is long form content, it's also long form connection as well, mm-hmm. right? So you're like, instead of sticking in the DMs, just like having a chat, like, oh, where'd you get that shirt from? Or, you know, like little conversations yeah. like that, which is great. And, you know, going the extra mile of voice messages, great. But being on a podcast and like having that sit down in an actual face-to-face virtually conversation or in person um, conversation is just like, it's it's a a bond that cannot be broken after i feel like it's just so it goes way beyond that and it kind of sticks with you um Mm. and it goes more than just like a message here and there there's like the planning before and after and you know having this like final product that you're both so very proud and excited about is just like such an amazing feeling isn't it oh for sure and the conversations go deeper than even if you just had like a casual Zoom date with somebody that you met on Instagram, right? Because it's mm-hmm. intentional, you know, when, you, when you're when you going on a podcast, you know you're going to be asked certain questions and then those certain questions become other questions that were not planned for, but like you're getting right into the meat of things instead of kind of having a lot of small talk and you know Mm. not getting to the point but when you're on somebody's podcast you're pretty quickly having like deep conversations about what you both do Mm -hmm. um which is just so valuable like I I can't tell you how many podcasts I've listened to where I've gone and like followed the guest because I really liked their conversation and from then I'm invested in both the host and them you know it's a great way to grow your network yeah a hundred percent um and even like through your social media you really dive into so many logistics of what it takes to run a podcast and going into different mics for different environments and things like that and i just feel like you you are educating so much and just for like us being on here today perspective shifts like different like hot takes and things like that and being able to take that away um from it and you know approach it into your everyday business is just is just the best thing so um thank you (laughs) yeah and you know there's so many like i said there's so many logistics that go into podcasting Mm -hmm. and you do a great great job of breaking those things down um within your content so i'd love for you to share with those who are tuning in like what's happening in your world you know um how can they consume your content and (laughs) you know what are the, the things that you're preaching on a daily basis Oh my gosh, great question. So if you want to continue hearing what I have to say, 
my Instagram, let me make sure I'm going to pull it up because I just changed my name back to what it was before. It is at I am Anna Corinne. Um, and yeah, I'm just sharing a lot about podcasting. If you're thinking about starting a podcast, this would be a great place to start. There's a ton of resources on that page. And right now I am supporting my clients through monthly podcast management. So there's different tiers of that based on how much support they need. Um, so that's an ongoing thing. You know, every week we are putting out episodes and making sure that it's consistent. It's reaching the goals that they want to reach. Everybody has different goals with their podcast, right? So it's kind of customized to what their specific goals are for their podcast. So I'm working really closely with them and Voxer every week, making sure that we are getting them there. And podcast launch clients. I am still working one-on-one with podcast launch clients, making their dream podcast happen for them. So yeah, if you are looking to start a podcast or you have a podcast that you've kind of reached a cap with how much time and energy or just knowledge you have to continue to grow it and to reach your goals, reach out. My DMs are always open. (laughs) Amazing. I will definitely, you know, link your socials in the show notes, but thank you so much, Anna, for being here. My past clients, I just love seeing (laughs) how, how much you've grown in such a short period of time, like passion wise, business wise, energy wise, all of that (laughs) is just so amazing. So I am so happy that we were able to have this amazing conversation today. I am too. This is great. It was amazing to sit down with you again. I really missed our little one-on-one calls. Thank you for tuning in to the Dreamy CEO podcast. I'm your host, Vicky Fan, and I've loved sharing my journey and the stories of other amazing women entrepreneurs with you. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Until next time, keep thriving as that entrepreneur, my friend.